Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Fantasy Breakdown. I'm Courtney, this is my co-host James. And we're here to talk about the Baltimore Ravens today. Alright, last year coming off a 10-6 and record, first round exit to the San Diego Chargers, right James? Yeah, they're kind of running it back. Their defense is a little bit changed, we're going to talk about that, but they have the same head coach, same defensive coordinator. I think they brought back, or got, got a new offensive coordinator, right? Well, John Harbaugh is coming coming back for his 11th season there's a little question whether or not he'd be coming back mid-season last year but then they switched over to Lamar Jackson and things turned around pretty good yes Greg Greg Roman the offensive coordinator that you spoke of he was with the team the second half of last year I believe or took over in January 2018 sorry it's my fault anyhow they look to build on their Recent success and stick with the same same game plan, ground and pound, running that football. That defense, number one overall defense, second second overall in points per game allowed, seventeen point seven. Yeah, top five in both passing and rushing yards last year. So pretty solid both sides of the ball. They just gotta look look for some consistency and ways to move the football and I think they'll be pretty good. Well, it all starts with that offensive line, right? Well, yeah, they have Ronnie Stanley as one of the best left tackles in the league, but I yeah. think there's a couple holes in that offensive line right they now. They also have Marshall Leonda, who's a future Hall of Famer, and they they do have problems at center and left guard. At center, they have a they they don't have a really great consistent option, but it's their former center. Uh, I think Matt Skira. I think is the name. It's his job to lose. Yeah, they brought in this Ben Powers from Oklahoma, six foot four, three hundred thirteen pounds. I think yeah. he's a couple years away though. Yeah, he's he's one of their three options at left guard. Uh, they he I don't think he's going to compete this year, but it he he could be a good addition down the line. Well, that the offensive line was good enough for the second-best rushing attack in the NFL last year with Lamar Jackson running the ball and moving that offense. And What can you tell me about those running backs, James? I think the rushing game is only going to get better this year. They signed Mark Ingram from New Orleans. He's he's obviously getting up there in age. He hit 30 this year, but he uh, he still had 600 y- over 600 yards in just six starts last year and had the third highest yards of it, yards per attempt on his career. Well, yeah, former Heisman Trophy winner. His, uh, let's talk about his average draft position there. He's right in the same range as Josh Jacobs, Tariq Cohen, Kenyon Drake. Do you think he's going to be able to hold his own? Oh, yeah. I think I think this will be a career year for him, actually, in this, op- really? in this uh, offense. I think he, he ends up with about 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns and about 250 attempts. You think he's going to get the bulk of the work then, Hunt? Yeah. You don't think Gus Edwards or Kenneth Dixon are going to be very effective? I think Gus Edwards will be effective, but I don't think he'll have as much as many carries as Mark Ingram. And we, we can't forget, Gus Edwards wasn't the passing back last year. That was, uh, that was Buck Allen. Well, Kenneth Dixon and, had a uh, big game mixed in there. Right yeah. at the end of the season, I believe the playoff game had over 100 yards. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that Mark Ingram's going to be the premier pass catching back, in in addition to being the starter there. So I think he's going to get the bulk of the carries, and he's definitely going to get a majority of the catches. 
Well, James, let me ask you this. When Mark Ingram was in New Orleans, who was your pass catching back? It was Kamara, but that doesn't mean that Mark Ingram hasn't called the ball. He's gotten about 30 catches a year every year. So there was an Alvin Kamara there in New Orleans, right? Yeah. I got a name for you on this roster, comparable to Alvin Kamara. No one's comparable to Alvin Kamara. Oh. Those top four running backs, that's it. Just, Just a little tight here. Diamond in the rough. Hidden gem. Pay attention, James. You might learn something here. Justice Hill out of Oklahoma State. 5'10", 210 pounds. This kid is electrifying. You guys mark it down. He's not going to cut into to, uh, Mark Ingram's workload the first five, six games. He's, they're going to ease him in. But when they start easing him in, he's going to have spectacular plays. Spectacular play after spectacular play. And eventually... He's going to explode on the scene, much like Alvin Kamara. They have, like, five running backs on the roster. They're not going to make Nobody space for him. Nobody is as explosive on that roster as Justice Hill. I agree to disagree. All right. Well, Do you, you, think- you wait and see. He's a threat in the passing game. He's got home run ability. He's got speed, burst, explosivity. He's a jack-of-all-trades, James. Well, this guy. let's talk about running backs that will actually be drafted here. Okay, but towards the end of the season... This guy is going to be a phenom. You watch. Phenom. Do you think Gus Edwards is an Ingram handcuff to pick up during the draft? If you're looking for a handcuff, sure. At the first start of the season, you could go with Dixon or Edwards. They're both kind of in the same mold, I believe. I don't think one... I don't think anybody separated themselves from each other in that group. Gus Edwards definitely had a lot more yards last year in less games. The running back you want to pick up and stash and store. The very last round of the draft, you have room. Justice Hill, mark it down. Okay. Well, let's continue on with the rushing game here. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. What? Lamar Jackson's the quarterback, James. The rushing attack, what do you mean? I mean that he's going to have more carries than he will completions probably could be up there yeah his versatility might not be the best thing come you know by nfl standards but it's worth its weight in gold in fantasy this guy averaged 19 points per game when he was in there factored out that would have been is if he projected out for the whole season the eighth best overall quarterback yeah it uh, his points per game last year was 11th, and his he would have had 304 points. He would have been QB8. And he's surrounded by all these new weapons. you got Ingram, uh, Marquise Brown, like I said, Justin Hill, uh, Justice Hill. Yeah. I I think he'll, uh, the more, the, having more weapons around him will lead to a more explosive passing game. But, and I think that his number of carries will decline in part because of Ingram and in part because of possibly safety concerns. So what do you think about Lamar Jackson, James? He's Right now he's in that same mold, being average draft position as Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Josh Allen. Well, what are your thoughts? I think, I think his carries are going to decrease that. This last year, he averaged about 20 carries per start. I think that'll go down to about 14 and 13. It'll average out a little bit. And uh, I think he's going to get a little better in the past game, about 24 completions a game. I think that ends up with him getting right around 1,000 yards <coughs> rushing almost and eight touchdowns and ends up with about... So what's his strength in the past 20, game? 
2,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. He he had decent accuracy last year. He wasn't too bad accuracy-wise. Uh, he he can throw the ball down the field, but it's... That's a strength right there. The ability to move the football down the field. He he, has, he throws a pretty deep ball. His mid-passes mid are average. Mm-hmm. Uh, the short passes he struggles on, progressing through receivers, I think he struggles on a bit still. But he's a weapon, that's for sure. Yeah. I think the average draft position, I think he's being taken way too low, fantasy-wise. Really? Yeah, I believe so. If you run down the list here, you got Mahomes, Luck, uh, Watson, Rogers, Mayfield. This is in no particular order, really. Wilson, Ryan, Breeze. And then I think right in that mold, you have Carson Wentz, Cam Newton. I think Lamar Jackson, with his rushing ability, is right in that mix right there. What do you mean right in that mold? Well, he's right mean? He's right in that mix with those guys, Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, right in that number 10 area. Okay. Hey. I don't think I'd put him above Cam Newton or those guys. I think he'd be about thirteen or fourteen. All right. Well, you're you're kind of right in the same range. You seem so, being better than let's say a better option as your quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't think I would take Lamar Jackson because I'd be looking. So for you have more. moving down the list. How I, about I hold on? Oh, excuse me. I think I'd have him as. A, I think I'd rather take a more consistent quarterback because I don't like Lamar Jackson running 15 times a game. Well, I just got done explaining to you, James. He okay, averaged 19 points, a, 19 points a game. You can't have your quarterback running around 15 times, getting hit 15 times a game. Michael Vick did. And where? how long did Michael Vick last? Michael Vick is a whole other subject. He lasted fine in the NFL. He had some troubles off the field issues that derailed his career, but... In the meantime, he he did he, he played about eight years total. All right. Well, what about uh, somebody like Mitch Trubisky? You taking him over him? He yeah, scrambles around take, a little bit. And he, I think I'd take him over Trubisky. Yeah. All right. All right. What about uh, Dak Prescott? I don't like Dak. Next question. Wow, that a little harsh on that. What about your boy Kyler Murray? Are you taking Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray? No. Kyler Murray is a top three quarterback. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a, let's let's uh, go ahead and move on. How about that, James? We just agree disagree on that. You have any thoughts about the receivers? Yeah, Marquise Brown coming in from Oklahoma, real playmaker. Yeah. Nicknames Hollywood, right, James? Yeah, Hollywood Brown. I, you come up with Hollywood as a nickname, you got to be a playmaker. I, I think regardless of him being a playmaker, I just don't see much production fantasy-wise for these receivers. But with Lamar Jackson throwing to them, I think Snead and Brown both could be like wide receiver three or you might be able to throw them in a flex every once in a while. So are they worthy of a roster spot? I think like a last-round draft pick maybe. Maybe not. They might not be available last round, but like, definitely down in the lower rounds. Well, they obviously have some high hopes for Marquise Brown drafting in the first round, number twenty-five <laughs> overall. 
just they he's gonna get the ball a lot in the passing game, but he they're just gets not the ball gonna, a lot in, in the passing game. But, he's gonna make plays. James but they're is a not, playmaker. They're not gonna pass it enough for him to make to get production. Yeah, the passing game is obviously that's gonna be the challenge for for Jackson, like you say. Um I think no receiver on this roster is putting up more than 800 yards. Well, his main target last year, the guy he's comfortable with, is Mark Andrews at tight end. Yeah, they also have Hayden Hurst and uh, Nick Boyle. But Boyle's more of a blocking tight end, and Hurst is frequently injured. So Andrews was really the security blanket those final seven, eight games with Jackson at the helm. He only had like 30 catches and 500 yards or something. Well, I think... You know, he's worth a roster spot. I I really don't see him worth a slot at all. There, I think there are better tight ends. And if you're going to take a tight end off this team, it's going to be Andrews. But well, yeah, if you want, really want a Ravens tight end. Well, you know they got to throw the ball to somebody. They just can't be ground and pound all the time. I know these running backs will provide some safety valves and stuff. But listen, I have. I have Snead and Brown. I have them both putting up around 800 yards. That's 1,600, and I only have Jackson throwing for 2,500 yards. There's not much more production left there. I don't think any of these receivers or tight ends are going to be super valuable. Well, I think your estimation is a little low on the passing game. I think they'll throw a little more for that. Kenneth Dixon, he's going to mix in there, too, on some passing downs. But overall, yes, I consider Mark Andrews, especially if there's some injuries along that tight end. We're only in June now, so if there's some injury issues along that tight end position between now and September, um, keep in mind Mark Andrews. How about that? I, I just don't see it. I think Jackson threw for like 1,100 yards last year, and that was in – seven games then playing in the second half and most of the other games. I don't see him throwing many yards. Well, they're going to be running the ball to control the clock. That's their their forte. And then it's this defense. Yeah, the, de- the defense. Last year we, are, we talked about it. It was number one overall defense for yardage and number two for scoring. But they do have some key losses here. Well, C.J. Mosley's gone, right? Yeah, C.J. Mosley gone to the New York Jets. He's obviously their biggest loss. They also lost a very productive Terrell Suggs from last year. Um, Wait a second. Terrell Suggs is like 100 years old. He was still productive. Yeah, maybe this last year. But they got rid of the safety too, right? Weddle? Yeah, Eric Weddle's gone. <clears throat> let's, let's talk about the, these guys. They have... They lost Brent Urban, also on the defensive line. He's being replaced by Pernell McPhee, who's coming off the worst season of his career. I think that's a very clear downgrade in the defensive line. They have uh, Tim Williams, their third-round pick from 2017, to replace Terrell Suggs, and he looked promising in limiting time, but we're not sure what to expect from him. He, He could be a big player or he could be a bust. So the, those are two possible downgrades. It always hurts to lose someone like C.J. Mosley. Now, go ahead. Second-year player Kenny Young will move over to middle linebacker. Now, if Young can't hold up to snuff and and fill that role, 
they really need him to step up. He's a big, big part. But he was it, good last year. If but... he can't fill those shoes, because Lizzie Mosley's big, if he can't fill those shoes, they're going to have to bring somebody in off the street to try to. Ken, Kenny Young looked good last year, and the guy who's going to be starting in place of Mosley at the. Er, Young's moving over to middle linebacker, and then Patrick, I think it's pronounced on on Wusor. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, he had a solid five and a half sacks last year. He's going to take over a weak side linebacker. So I think their linebacking core will still be good, but losing someone like Mosley is a downgrade yeah, I, regardless. Yeah, I agree with that. But... They, and then they lost Eric Weddle, but they also signed Earl Thomas to replace him. I think if Earl Thomas can, uh, can play right away and return from his injury, then return to how he played in 2017 he'll be just as good and if well not with all that said i think uh the rushing defense is going to suffer a little bit sounds like to me yeah that that line's gonna be worse than last year yeah, and the, back and core yeah i don't see them being a top five defense this year but i think they're still top 10 potentially all right well we have this offense could bog down every now and then without the you don't have much faith in this passing game do you no i last year though we we i mentioned this at the end of last episode they they were the highest pace offense in the league they were in the most plays offensively in the whole league really yeah i think that that's in their favor well that contributes to helping out the defense too the more yeah. the offense is on the field the less that defense yeah exactly i think Fantasy-wise, Lamar Jackson is obviously a good uh, quarterback to have, especially in a 2QB league. He's he's probably a starter in 2QB leagues. Mark Ingram's going to be productive. I think he'll still be he'll be a solid starter, running back one, running back two. Maybe a stretch on running back one, but he's definitely going to be a running back two. But I don't see any production from the receivers or tight ends. Well, you don't see good, good enough production to be on the fantasy teams, you're saying, right, James? I think in the late rounds, if they're still there, then yeah, they're Well, fine, I think but... Mark Ingram is potentially top 15, like you say. I think Lamar Jackson, I have high hopes for. I think his versatility, like I said, it's worth its weight in gold in fantasy. And that big playability, he's got the ability to throw the, the deep pass with his weapons, Marquise Brown and also Justice Hill. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, he'll use... He'll use um, Mark Andrews quite a bit as a safety valve, and, and Ingram can catch the ball a little bit, like you said. So, it, it, a lot of the strengths of this offense relies on the offensive line, and if they can stay healthy and uh, productive, protecting Lamar Jackson. Well, your biggest fantasy secret in this one is going to be Justice Hill. I assure you. I'm sure the fourth string running back is going to take take over fifth string running back just wait probably. just like alvin kamara what do you feel like pro- projections for this team oh i think they'll finish about eight and eight and i think they'll take a little step back with that defense of a couple losses on the defense and i think the running game will still be good and they'll, they'll still be good on defense but just not as good last year they were pretty solid but you know, there is one more weapon on this team. When this offense bogs down, you know I'm not going to let you go without talking about this guy. What's that? Top five kicker the last oh, four God. seasons. <laughs> Unheard of consistency in the kicking position. 
Mr. 50-yard automatic put him up on the board three points, five fantasy points every single time. This guy is worth your late-round pick. Previous, the last two, three rounds, you come up, you snag him early, you'll be glad you did. Justin Tucker, it doesn't get any better than this as far as kicker. He's going to lead the NFL in total points, James. Yeah, your, your sleeper pick every <laughs> single season. Yeah. He's, there's no sleeper, James. You're telling me the league doesn't know about Justin Tucker? When you're picking three rounds before the other kickers. You sneak up, you nab him, you'll be happy you did. I think this team will be right around the same place it was last year. They'll have, like, record-wise, they'll have a better offense, but their defense is You'll have Justice Hill scoring 50-yard touchdowns, Jason Tucker kicking those 50-yard field goals, Mark Ingram ground and pound, Lamar Jackson airing out the deep ball. All right. <laughs> a couple what? fantasy studs to keep an eye on on this team, that's for sure. Why don't we cut it off here before you say anything more outlandish? <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you, and thank you for listening. And our next episode is going to be what, James? The Buffalo Bills? I guess, yeah. Buffalo. All right, well, that, that sounds good. we got some upcoming specials for you, so keep an eye out for those also. All right, thank you.